Hey guys, and welcome back to Athena Bee with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I hope you guys are doing well out there. It's been a little while, but I'm back, baby. Um, yeah, so let's say I have been trying to catch up to everything. I actually took my first actual like day off in a while. Honestly, work has been stressing me the F out. I don't even want to talk about it. But, <laughs> you know what I do want to talk about? Let's talk about some of the BL that I have been updating myself on because I have been on it. Because I had the whole day, so I was like, ah, yes, it's the perfect time. Uh, first off, can I say that I just went shopping a little bit. I ended up getting myself um, some NARS cosmetic. For some reason, it really blends in for me. Okay, first off, not sponsored. But like it really blends into my skin and like I have a real big problem when it comes to shades because like I'm morena, like I'm, I'm tan, like I'm a tan person. So sometimes it's hard to find like that exact shade, but they fucking do it for me and I fucking like that shit, alright? Because I used to like Clinique and stuff like that, but it's a little bit too high coverage and I don't really require that. Yeah, humble brag, I guess. But like... <laughs> But I know, I really do like it. Um, the only one that's ever done like a very similar feel for me is e.l.f. But the thing about e.l.f. is it tends to wear off extremely quickly. Oh, and I ended up getting myself like a Fenty highlighter. Um, one of the dewy ones, the dewy sticks one, the glow sticks. And holy shit, it is fucking gorgeous. I'm not gonna lie, yo, Fenty, like, they knew what they were doing in that. But anyways, back back to reading. So yeah, reading. Um, <laughs> ooh! it's okay just my headphones charging it's not a problem okay my bad so i've managed to ca catch up to um what's the jamma wait was it where is it where is it where's my baby boy what's my baby boy where are you okay here it is um opening it right now roses and champagne okay um i don't know if y'all have been on it but it is getting good. It is getting where, like, they're already in a toxic relationship, like I said before. But now, the father, the father wants a grandbaby. And there's a new guy in the mix. There's a whole new gangster in the mix. And honestly, this dude, Caesar, like, he has turned low-key kind of funny. Like, he always was kind of funny. In, like, this mobster kind of way. But now he's ramping it up to 1,000 because he's so stupid and... I I don't know, it's something about the line of like, if any man touches you, I'm gonna kill you. Situation that always kind of makes me laugh. Because I'm like, what if he just like brushes up against somebody? Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I don't even want you to hit nobody. You can hit me. Like, are you fucking for real? Like, are you fucking, be fucking for, be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. Okay, like, are you, what is the, I love it though. I love the drama. Give it to me. Um, it's so good. <laughs> It's so bad, but it's so good too. Also, I hope there's gonna be a second side story for the Dangerous Convenience Store because they just finished like the first side story, the dream sequence, and honestly, beautiful, beautiful. I don't know what like there's nothing else for me to really say besides gorgeous. Anyways, I also finished reading Como se llama. Um, Lucky Paradise. First off, I want to talk about how much of a traumatic ride Lucky Paradise actually was, right? Because when it started out, I was just like, oh, this is so cute. It's so funny. It's adorable. 
And then it took like this super duper like turn. Like it said, oh, you enjoying this? You're having a good time? Skirt. No, you're not. Now it's sad. Now it's depression. Now it's full on depression. Like you are going to be hurt. You are going to be upset. And you are going to like it. <laughs> it, was, it was a real traumatic ride for me. But it was still a good read. And I'd still recommend it. The art got better with time. But the story definitely got sadder. Like it really did. Like it really gut punched you in the feels. Like it was like not okay. But I understand it from a storyline perspective. It was engaging. And I kept wondering how it was going to end. Obviously it ended well. And I'm glad about that. But damn that bitch hurt. You know? It was a whole, it was a whole emotional moment. Now I'm still reading up to um, my last one, of my last going favorites right now, which is a uh, perfect buddy. It feels like it's winding down. It's on chapter like 73 right now, and I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it because I don't, I don't, I'm not that kind of person. But like, generally speaking, fuck that CEO, like hardcore, like ooh. Like, that's how I fucking feel about that. Those are my feelings. It's like a siento, my corazón. Also, um, I've been still catching up to Jinx. It's getting a little better. And I notice, like, um, the guy's getting a lot cuter. Like, <laughs> and I understand it. Why? Like, the, the, the bottom is getting a lot cuter. What's his name? Dan. But that's also because, like, his basic human needs have been kind of met like obviously not all of them because he's not treated with any kind of fucking respect but like you know he's getting fuller he actually has food to eat yes the dude is a dick and it's really annoying and shit and like not always okay but at least he's his stomach is full and his stress levels are a lot like down a lot more than they used to be but this dude is still horrible. Let's just say that. <sighs> it, it's a whole... I don't know. Some of these are emotional like breakdowns. Oh, right. And I'm also reading... Ang Ang. But it's like getting to like a weird point. Where this is like supposed to be like one of the heavier plot lines. I think that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know because it feels kind of like they're building up to something and I guess I'll just have to wait and see. It's only like chapter 20, uh, 39 right now. Not bad. It's still a good read. The beginning was the highlight though. I'm not going to lie so far from what I noticed. The beginning was definitely a highlight. Um, very few of them are amazing all the way throughout. Um, one of them including, you know, comedian store and also... Um, what's it called? Where are you? Where are you, my baby? Shutterline. Mm, that Korean Eminem hits right. Shutline. There you go. Shut. <laughs> Shutterline. <laughs> Shutline. Um, that sh- got me like on edge every time a chapter comes out. My mind is like, yes, I gotta read it now. Most of the other ones I can kind of just chill out, but like that one particularly mm, got me by the balls. And Aned has been interesting. Like I said, like Aned is a complicated one. Because it is based on mythology somewhat loosely. But <laughs> but like 
it's I, I can't do incest. I don't know. Something about incest just doesn't hit me right. Um, I'm sorry. I can't. It's not. It's not even like a step bro situation. Like it's. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I'm still reading also. Como se llama? Uh, Love in Orbit. It's a hot mess, but it's an enjoyable hot mess. So you know, I guess like he has that going for it. I tried to read a different one. Um, hold on, let me try to find it. What was the different one that I was reading? Coño, mm. I'm getting old. My eyesight's getting worse, and everything sucks. Anyways, uh, not that one. Punch drunk love. No. Okay. Yeah, punch drunk love. Honestly. Has been the real MVP so far when it comes to come ups in stories. That should be hitting funny. Yo, every time I think it's gonna take one move, it takes a fucking left turn. I'm just like, they're like, what the fuck? But it's because it's fucking hilarious. Um, I want to give it a full review, but I want to do that when it's like when I'm ready, you know what I mean? So far, though, it's been a fucking awesome read. I tried to give Don't Pick Up the Soap a try, but damn, it was a lot. Okay, um, I hope this turns wholesome because it's saying it's going to turn wholesome, but I don't know. Um, so here's what's going on. One dude is Chahido, right? He's just like a regular chill guy who's actually really, really pretty and tends to give off gay vibes. And he's like 21 years old. He has his best friend who's a girl and they're like really chill. He always gets hit on and he doesn't like it like that. But like one point he had to go get his um, prostate checked, I guess. And he was really into it. So now he's having like this like, am I gay? kind of situation um and then there's Sung Ki Wong and he is like this like top at this point well he doesn't know he's a top but he becomes one anyways Sung right he's kind of pretty he's a little naive and he knows a little something something about sex in theory because um he works with this girl who loves writing BL and has introduced him into that kind of world and at first he was not he was like kind of low-key into it a little bit here and there and it's kind of helped her create a lot of her artwork because <laughs> he models for her um but he doesn't have any actual like experience experience doing this until one day he runs into um like his shop which is like i don't know if it's his or he just works there or something like that but it's like a bathhouse or whatever and he ends up having this encounter with cha hyundo and he feels like he's seducing him but he's really low-key not but then things happen and progress like really like hardcore out of absolute no it actually took me back i was like whoa 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 now i'm just kind of it kind of took me back so much that i stopped reading <laughs> like i literally i kid you not i read up to like i haven't highlighted up to chapter six and i was like nah bro i gotta step back because sometimes that does happen to me like i read something and if it moves too fast and not feel like whoa it's kind of just like Mm, I have to take a little, a second or something. 
and then I'll come back to it and see if maybe I was right or I was wrong about the feeling. So now I don't want to talk about it too much, but just gonna let you know that it's on my reading list right now. Anyways, besides my reading list, I want to talk about some of the things I have managed to finish. So I managed to finish Yuri is my job. Honestly, it's been kind of cute. And the romance is a little toned down for me. I kind of wish it was like pushed up a little bit more. Um, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was cute. I also got, um, I also finished, I got a great cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world. Now this one is such a fucking like YN fantasy dude bro situation. Because it was like, it started off horrifying like. His life was literally a nightmare and then now he's like god tier which I find so funny. Because I'm like yes of course you're absolutely perfect. You've never done a single wrong thing in your life. That makes absolute sense. It was okay. It, it was okay. Um, it was entertaining for like the little while that I watched it. Along with like Blue Lock or whatever it was still good. But I don't know. I don't feel like... It was anything super special, but it was interesting as as what it was. Um. Anyways, moving on. I have some things that I do kind of want to watch. Oh, right, right, right. Um, my love story with Yamatakan. Look, I am going to finish that. I swear, I swear, I'm going to finish it. But sometimes the pacing can be a little slow, and it's not as like it's getting cuter, but it's not as enchanting and as beautiful of a love story as I would love it to be. You know, it's kind of like okay. Um, why Reliana ended up in the Duke's Mansion? Now that shit be, you gotta slap that in Spanish, bro. And that shit would be a whole telenovela. And because it is what it is, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I don't care what anyone says. If you want some drama, if you want some good, like, views, that's a good one. Um, I actually am almost done watching, uh, season two of Tonikawa. Tonikawa, Over the Moon for You. So cute. They're back at it again. They're being fucking adorable. Tu sabe lo que es. They're like mad cute as fuck. I love it. I love it. Up to seven, already up to um episode seven. That's how you know it's good shit right there. Um, something that I do watch here and there, and just it's coming out, so everyone's watching it. And Mappa has been like, I want to congratulate Mappa, like the studio, because they have been killing it with their animation like literally they've been doing a great job with their animation and nothing shows it better than Jujutsu Kaisen season two let's talk about that a little bit no spoilers no spoiler conversation but the art is amazing right the art is gorgeous the personality comes through like the relationships are really shining in like the background and shit like it's really giving character development the one thing that I want to complain that I want to like complain about. First off, right? They animated this man well. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm gonna talk about. They animated Toji so well, so good, so voluptuously, right? Let me stop being thirsty. <laughs> I think I need some more tea. Cause holy shit. I'm gonna need some more tea on that one. But, um. Why'd they give that man that voice? They animated him 
so well but the voice is lacking and it's crazy because i watched it in japanese like i, I like when i heard his voice in english i was like i said no no puedo no puedo con este no puedo no puedo i can't no puedo i switched back to japanese and the voice hit the bass was there that dude is a big boy like even in like hold on let me just let me just look up his statistics i can tell you that boy okay found the statistics my guy is six foot one which is kind of crazy because i know that gojo gets to be taller than him and he's already in high school and he looks like he's already like at his full height so i don't know if that's correct because i i remember if not gojo's like six foot three or something six foot three or six or five or some bullshit like that anyways he's supposed to be around six foot one but from logistically from what i'm saying he's supposed to be a little bit taller than that um and he's supposed to weigh around like 200 something pounds but he's like full of fucking muscle okay this guy is full of fucking muscles he is somewhere in the 200 range and packed like stacked and you're gonna tell me that he has the voice he has the voice of Dazai? Look, I'm sorry. No, perate. Because you have to... <laughs> you have to hear me out. I know that sometimes voices don't always match. But this is fantasy. Toji definitely has a lot of the female gaze. Okay, he's slutty. This man is... He lives off of women. He lives off of the bitches, okay? With a voice like that, no, he doesn't. But with the correct voice absolutely absolutely because he has to be able to charm right he gotta hit the riz but right now with that voice it's lacking it's giving weirdly unbalanced give him the voice actor you know who i'm talking about the one that plays like almost all the sexy dudes Give him Nanami's voice actor at this point because honestly, like, he hits right too. All right, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. They recycle voice actors all the time. Just have him give like a fucking accent or something. You can hit it. You got it. Like I don't. It's just me da como algo. Like I'm feeling like disappointed a little bit, but uh, he's still gorgeous every time I see him. Like I know that I shouldn't be like that, but I just have it because it's just like it gets to you, especially when you just like everyone's been waiting you know what i mean like everyone's been like low-key fiending thirst the amount of edits that i've seen of this man is crazy and it's so funny that they give him this voice so it's like everyone's like eh, let's cut the voice out and just look at him <laughs> and i don't feel like that's fair like we should enjoy every aspect i don't know i'm not shitting on the voice actor though i do think he's very talented and he has a history and you know we need to give other people a chance and stuff like that but like you could have gotten somebody new but with like base you know what i mean maybe it's just me maybe i'm just not a great person but honestly i think that we should give it man like let him be him let him be beautiful so there are some things that I am actually interested in watching for the next season of anime. One of them still being The Devil's a Part-Timer Part 2. I know that I have been saying it forever and a year now, 
but I've been meaning to do that. Um, so I'm adding to the list again. I've also really been wanting to watch The Masterful Cat is Depressed again today. Now, I had read a little bit about this years ago, right? So it's about this girl, Suki, and she just happens to seem like she's super dependent. She's a workaholic, and people really believe that she got her life together, but the reality is she really fucking don't. Um, she is a workaholic, but she actually has a cat that turns into a human-sized cat that has domestic skills, and he is basically the one that helps her stay on point while she tries to navigate, like, adulthood and her life and, you know, connections. It's really cute from what I read. Of course, this was, like... 2020 if I'm not mistaken but still obviously very good end she's an adult woman and I'm here for that I'm ready to read more manga with like adults um like watch more mangas with adults and I'm very happy that they're pushing that forward that's really fucking awesome right so the next one that I do want to kind of watch is the ancient magus bride season four i know that i haven't gotten to it and that's on me i did watch season one and after that i kind of low-key stopped also horemia is back it's gonna be back bitches and i'm so excited i'm so excited to watch season two there's already four episodes out and i cannot and i haven't told em yet <laughs> i'm not a good friend <laughs> i haven't told em yet because i swear to god if i tell her this she's gonna watch it before me and i'm gonna be so mad i'm like bitch no but you know i have to tell her that anyway so that's something i gotta do it's okay i'll see her this weekend and we'll probably binge something because it's been fucking like a hundred and something degrees it's been hot as fuck out it's been hot as balls outside it's ugh it's not okay it's good i'm gonna be saying damn like in the morning i haven't gone outside to see sunlight in a really long time i'm waiting for fall i'm i'm not gonna lie to you i'm ready for fall um bring on the pumpkin spice bring out like the christian women <laughs> and if you know you know what i'm talking about i'm well i'm ready for the spooky bitches okay i'm already getting my wardrobe transitioning into fall because that's how excited for fall i personally am also, big fact, I ended up being like, I swear to God, I'm one of those people who ends up like liking one thing and then buying the same thing multiple times so it looks like a fucking uniform. Um, I got this one shirt that I like from Old Navy. <laughs> I kid you not. I found it. Loved it. And now I have the same shirt. Six of the same shirts. Two in black, one in white, one in blue. Wait, let me double check that. Two in black, one in navy blue, one in white, one in brown, and the other one in gray. I kid you not. That's. I'm not good with fashion sometimes, <laughs> but I know what I like. So, whatever. Um, yeah, so also here is um, a funny one. I think it's going to be funny. I don't know if it is. We could read it together, but. It's called Reborn as a Vending Machine. Now I Wonder the Dungeon. And it's a whole motherfucking vending machine, yo. It's a whole fucking vending machine with eyes, bro. I 
and I love it because it's ridiculous and I love ridiculous shit. So, the future of this fantasy world now lies in the hands of a vending machine. Boxio was once a human until he died in an accident and was reincarnated and sent us as a piece of machinery. First off, what the fuck did you do to get reincarnated as fucking sentient piece of machinery? Get existed in your past life. Well, really, like, what did you do? Because, like, it either has to be something really bad or really good. Like, it could only be one of those two options. I don't think it was just a mediocre person and they said, hey, you know, we're going to make you a fucking sentient laptop. No, I feel like it had to be something either really good or really bad. And they're just like, yeah, that's chef's kiss. That makes absolute sense. You're not even going to have mobility. You are a sentient piece of machinery. <laughs> You, like, you have to be, like, you, you know what I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, moving on. While he can still hear and see, okay, that's kind of low-key torture, but there is no way for him to move by himself or speak more than his program phrases. How can he make the most of his dangerous new life? First off, you gotta rewire yourself or reprogram, bitch. You gotta set alone coding or something, because that's the first thing I'ma fucking do. You ain't gonna tell me you're not gonna speak. Uh-uh. Reprogram. Like, I don't care if it's a machine voice. You better fucking learn. Anyways. On the other one. I see this one looks pretty. It's called St. Cecilia and the Pastors of Lawrence. Pastor Lawrence. In a certain church, there lives a cute but lazy saint. Aww. And an earnest but overprotective pastor. Pastor, sorry. Who is also skilled and cook. Oh, that sounds kind of cute. What is this? What is this? Let me see you, girl. Get over here. Oh, this looks like an adult relationship. I cannot wait. Um, who is the saint who is secretly in love with the obvious pastor? Weave an unintentional, flirtatious romance comedy, and is slowly moving towards relationship at the end. To if you're willing to play games, so am I. Let's watch that shit together eventually. Um, I added that to my fucking watch list. Undead murder farce. Mm-mm. Doesn't sound like something I want to watch. Radiant, no. Uh, Goku Heaven. Honestly, I've been having that in my like to watch list for a while. I just haven't done it. Also gotta finish skipping loafer. That's that's one thing I gotta finish. I don't know where I am exactly. Hold on. Hold on. Where am I? Was skipping loafer. I can't wait for my vacation to come. I have a whole week to spend doing nothing but watching anime. I cannot. I cannot wait for it. All right. Yeah. The last episode I left off on was episode six. So there are couple of more episodes for me to watch yeah six more eh, that's on me but in my defense I guess I don't have much time Gokin heaven that looks familiar to me but I don't want to say my hand out first the art style looks very familiar it looks very yaoi um and not like 90s yaoi like early 2000s like princess princess yaoi and if you know if you know then you know it was one of my first yaoi like anime to watch and i adore i wish there were more fans around still but you know i guess like 
if you missed it, you missed it, huh? Okay, sorry. It all started when Kito Ido received a letter sealed with the initial BL Academy. The most sophisticated all-boys on-campus academy in the country. Now that Kita Ito is accepted into school with average grades as well as average skills in sporting and writing, he doesn't think that he belongs there. Even with the help of other students, will he be able to make it to La, B- La Belle Liberty Academy? Hmm. It looks interesting, and honestly, the ratings are at a 3.5. So let me see the reviews real quick, because I don't know if I should spend my time. An oldie, but not really a goodie. Ouch. Not the good in heaven I grew up with. Magical abilities accumulated to control them. Avoid it's gay. Okay, well, since you said it was to avoid it because it's gay, um, now I have to add it to my watch list. Being gay will never stop me from watching something. Uh, <laughs> so I'll check it out and I'll tell you if it's worth watching. Uh, what else is on there for me? Oh, right. Zoom 100. Yes. Okay. So I read the first volume of this in the Viz app a couple years ago. So here's what it was, right? This dude is sick and tired of his average fucking life. He hates to grind. He was new, but um, like very much like a Gretzo, he kind of finds out that the corporate world is absolute fucking shit. And especially in Japan with the overtime rules and all the etiquette bullshit. Anyways, so ends up that during one day, like, there ends up being a zombie apocalypse and it ends up being the end of the world. And instead of, like, panicking and shit and going crazy, this guy just fucking acclimates to it. He's like, oh, okay, I mean, we're gonna party, we're gonna party like this, bitch, I'm ready. Better than getting up to go to work every morning. Yes. <laughs> He just starts going fucking buck wild. Um, which is funny and also very realistic because, I mean, you, I know you guys have heard the news about the U.S. confirming, like, aliens and shit. And honestly, it couldn't affect me any less if it tried. Um, I know that that sounds bad, but it's just like, bro, like, I've been reading alien romance books since I was, like, 13, okay? If they're hot or any semblance of hot, um... I might be into that. So, you know, like, if they wanted to do something, they would have done something. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't give a flying fuck. It's cool. If they're out there, 10 out of 10, be hot. That's all I have to say. Otherwise than that, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, same same reaction um that people had to aliens a lot of people will have to zombies because uh bills are still needing to be paid so motherfuckers will still show up at work unless things go into absolute chaos and then a lot of people will either enjoy it or say fuck that shit i'm out um <laughs> yeah here's another one of his kind of low-key because i saw it in like the peripheral of my fucking mind someday on tiktok once and i was like oh that sounds kind of low-key interesting it's called my tiny senpai and why i said it like that no say but i did and um also what is with this obsession with small grown women like uh, just for once can we have some tall female protagonists look nothing against the shorties i love them shorties my friends the shorties <laughs> that's what i sound like a, no it's not like a bad my mom is short <laughs> 
my aunts are like four foot eleven. Like I get it. There's a lot of short women in the world, but the same way there are a lot of short women, there are a lot of women five foot eight and above. So can we just stop this focus on small office women? And I'm only saying this because like um, my senpai is annoying. Came out not too long ago, and it was also based around a very short little lady. I just want tall women representation. Can, can we have some tall women representation up in here? Please and thank you. I need some tea. Give me a second. Okay, I'm back. I got my tea with me right now. So it is looking ass. Alright, so let me read the, the thingy. My tiny senpai. Uh, when she's a... <laughs> my bad. She no... She no zu... Jinozaki. Okay, sorry. When Jinozaki started her new job, he never expected his hero to be so cute. He was struggling to learn the ropes until Katsuki, his adorable tiny and kind senpai, took him under his wing. She goes above and beyond to ensure Shinozaki feels comfortable, even rubbing his shoulders when he's tense. Oh no, honey. HR report. Um, <laughs> but as they grow closer, Shizaki helps her devote, helps her devoted attention might mean something more. Mmm, HR violation. Um, yeah, that's, ooh, okay. You know, I'll add it to my watch list. Um, I might end up doing a report on how many times and what, what about this makes it an HR report. Because it just, it sounds mm, 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 problematic. Um, but it just kind of feels a little bit like a, maybe a role reversal of my senpai is annoying. I'll have to see it. I'll have to judge it for my own self. I'm reading the reviews a little bit and I'm just like, mm, no, nah, let me give it, let me give it my own chance, my own views and stuff. Because... Sometimes we judge without really knowing, knowing, you know what I mean? And I don't know, I like to give things a fair chance sometimes, even if I might not personally agree with some things that they're doing. Alright, what else is out there? What else is out there? Is out there for the season, season, season. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. Um, it's amazing. I apologize. Uh, oh, fucking rent a girlfriend part two. I know. Look. Oh my god. The way I couldn't even finish season one of that show, I am not watching season two. Like, I'm so sorry. That's not gonna happen. Oh wait, is my psycho coming back? Is it coming back, my psycho? Cause I like to watch my psycho again, and that shit was good. Yeah, that shit. Oh right, I really have to watch um, Como se llama? Um, I have to watch uh season of something what is it called fuck I, it's, it was right at the tip of my tongue and then I totally just forgot it science guy the power of science what is it called science science big science big brain onion head what is his name 
Wow, why does it sound like it rhymes? Oh, that was bad. Science. I call him the power of science guy, and I swear to God, when I actually get the name, you guys are gonna be so mad at me. Um, science, anime, what is it called? Oh, Dr. Stone. Oh my God. I apologize. I, you know what? I was wrong for that. <laughs> I was wrong for that. I'm sorry. That that's a me thing. Just have a podcast. You know why? I'm gonna defend myself real quick. You know why I call it that? Because it's everything is a fucking power of science. It's like Bill and I made an anime, and this is what it came up with, and it's on point. It's great. But you cannot tell me his head doesn't look like an onion. You cannot tell me that it's not the power of science. I'm just gonna, you know. Yeah, I know that you guys can't argue with me right now, but also, please note that I'm right. <laughs> oh my gosh. He then becomes a healer and peaceful life. He heals much more. The click cleric it looks kind of cute, but I don't know. I feel like I'm getting really tired of all the isekais. They need to come up with something new. Uh, all the isekais are gathering to me. They're starting to blend together in one mesh of like, just reincarnation. I don't know. For me, it's just getting annoying. I don't know if anyone feels like that. Like the burnout for that is just real. Oh, the Portuguese dub of uh, Welcome to Demon School Irmacan is coming out. Look, I'm going to tell you something. One of the most slept on anime is Irukakun. That should be hitting and it's hits well. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Oh! Okay, the Hindi dub of um, this show's getting released. Um, this one's actually really like fucking funny in like an absurdist kind of way. Kim- Kimikatsu, working for God in the Godless World. This shit is fucking funny. I left off in episode 8. But I'm telling you. I was getting... Like, I remember how I was telling you I'm getting sick of Isekai's? This one is one I'm not getting sick of. Let me tell you, Kepaso Kongeto, bro. Alright, this shit, because this shit is fucking... This shit is fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, so... Yukuto, on, like, on the outside, seems like a normal dude. But in reality... He's supposed to be the heir to a cult. And all his life, it's been based on this weird-ass little goddess called Mitama. Right? But he accidentally gets killed during a ritual by done by his dad. And the ritual does involve putting him in a fucking barrel and throwing him over the fucking cliff into the fucking water. I don't know how they thought nothing was gonna go wrong on that one, but you know, clearly something did. So, he's kind of like an unofficial low-key sacrifice uh, for this goddess. And I guess the other gods, because there are more than one actually in like this canonically, feel kind of high-key bad for him and decide to like reincarnate him. But he's not starting from the beginning. He's starting as an adult, like, with all his, like, previous memories. But now he's in this world where everything kind of seems less advanced. Like, 
it's like weirdly similar but also weird so all the people there are like they don't have a belief in they don't know what a belief in god is and they're not supposed to fear death and if they fear death they're supposed to be killed and this whole world is run by some dude supposedly who like never really shows his face and he was just called like the creator or some bullshit or i forgot what exactly it's called what exactly they call him but it's something like the creator whatever and he runs like this whole land and he actually has like some of the old gods of the world working for him it's so weird so what it does is it's like now there's like been a vacancy because he's kind of disappeared and so people are trying to create their own gods with the help of um Gemma. by like building cults because religions are <laughs> i shouldn't say this out loud but a lot of religions are just cults that were given time i hate to say it like that but you know eh. i don't want to go into this debate religiously um anyways but that's the theory of this anime like i'm telling you it's very intricate so i really do like it and the people who are mainly building these cults are people who used to work for the creator who were kind of abused and a lot of their powers were misused and they're trying to just kind of gain followers and like prove the test of longevity and time and while this is happening, uh, he's trying to rebuild his goddess, Mitama. And the only reason he's doing this is because she saved him from getting killed once again. And ended up resurrecting the people, you know, in his, like, the people he became friends with at the beginning. Now, this is kind of absurdist. And there are some very quotable fucking scenes and shit like that. And, like, lines. And there's a lot of, like, meta jokes in it. It's very... I'm not going to say it's highbrow because it's extremely lowbrow, but it also has a lot of theories on like theology and humanity and what makes people people and what it, what does it take to create a good society. It's really interesting in like a lot of different views. Like you can view this from a lot of different lens. It's also kind of anti-government. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I'm telling you like it's how do you create a cult like how do you do it like you know how do you create how do you stand the test of time how do you take on more followers which route do you go do you go violence do you go peace do you offer amenities like what makes you better than someone else's and what makes someone else's god is worse than someone else and then there's a power scale for the actual gods themselves from you know the worlds and stuff like that and it's it's super interesting because there's so much to each person and even the goddess isn't perfect she's very flawed and so is the guy so is our main character he's extremely flawed and even the over sexualized hype character she's actually very funny and has a really interesting personality so i'm telling you that this has been a great thing to watch in my opinion um, but a lot of people have complained about not liking it, of course, you know, because, I don't know, it's kind of like the Rick and Morty effect, I guess. Some people really like it, some people really fucking hate it, but I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really freaking good and really fucking funny. And to, like, wash off those feelings, I've been watching the clown cards, um, the, the clear cards from Sakura, card captor Sakura. So good. So good. It brings me so much joy to watch it again um i can't even 
describe it to you. I sat watching it like a little girl. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like nothing can bring back my joy like that did. So I think I'm going to end this conversation right now. Um, you guys know the plan. I have a lot of things to watch. I have a lot of things on my list. Um, and not a lot of time, unfortunately. And I'm also getting very tired right now. So it's time for me to get some rest. Take a shower. Well, first take a shower and then get some rest. Because it's been ugh lately. So you know what it is. You know what it's do. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.